The sound of that cold Coors Light opening can only mean one thing. It's time to start the show. Hi, hello, guys. We're making our triumphant return. We are the eye test power hour. We haven't been here since we uh, told a lot of stories about uh, Smeg giving birth in a bathtub and, <laughs> Smeg. and, 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 and Chad banging a tranny. So uh, we, we, I'm sure you guys have been uh, on the edge of your seats awaiting, awaiting another episode of the eye test. The after hours edition. Yeah. If you're on Twitch, it. you can see them, and uh, maybe if you're on the podcast, you've heard their voices. I'm going to introduce them now. Sitting across from me, tickling the ivories, working the key, uh, working the mic here is a. Uh, he sent more people home disappointed in DFW than Pat Maroon. It's, Ch- <laughs> it's Chad Casado. Hello. What very, an intro! I he's love very that. hungover too. Then Pat Just Maroon. a bit. Just a bit. Sitting uh, sitting across from me here. He, uh, sometimes he gets two minutes for slashing, but he stays about four and a half because he's given a story about Jack Daniels. <laughs> it's Tim Smith. It's because I'm also too big to get in and out of the penalty box. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> sitting, sitting next to me here, uh, he got a nickname after he uh, adopted his favorite AAF team. He's the Salt Lake Beefcake. It's Jason Bolton. <laughs> I'm literally wearing oh, a shirt. <laughs> Hello. It's a San Antonio Commander shirt because, you know, Texas. Right. Yeah. So you got the. Uh, it's very offensive. Yeah, they, 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 they call him in the, light the, of our guests. They today, call him the ass commander, right? That that's right. right. The yeah, ass right. commander. The ass commander. <laughs> it's like it's, yeah. it's me, like me, it's me and Willie like, Robertson yeah, co- collaborated. The, the duck commander, butt commander. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> that's right. What's the so butt today is a very special episode commander. because for the first time ever we have a guest that showed up. So we should get stood up. So you may you may have purchased season tickets from Texas Motor Speedway, so you know her from that. But she's last seen single-handedly destroying a football league, it's Sarah Proctor. Very true. Very true statement. Hey, Don't know what I just walked into, but... Uh, She's going to get beat down for like an hour here. here. Yeah. It's going to be great. It's basically so just going to be us pumping We're going to be, we're gonna be super excited. <laughs> so. Well, before we start asking Sarah questions, you guys went to a concert last night? Yep. How was it? Uh, it was great. Who'd y'all see? Cody Canada. Cool. Canadian country. It so Canadian country, huh? Canadian, Canadian country is really good. A is lot of really apologizing. <laughs> yeah. Maple syrup on So many hard road. fucking vowels, it's not even funny. Yes. Eh? Yes. 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 Yeah, yes. Yes. Red dirt road, eh? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everyone in the crowd <laughs> gives everybody <laughs> plenty of personal space. My gun rack on the road. back of my uh, Chevy Silverado, eh? Do they yeah. even have Chevys there? Yeah, I don't know. Why. They, okay. they do. They do. do, 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 I, does, Canada, does Canada make cars? Or do they have it? Jesus. What? <laughs> that was loud. Uh, that was real loud. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was it? Yeah, yeah, a good one. It kind of hurt my ears. Uh, does Canada make cars? I mean, do they have do they have their own car manufacturer? Uh, like I that? think they, they have some Chevy. Pe- actually, as a matter of fact, some Peterbilts are built there. Well, that's not De- a car. Denton, Te- sure? Denton, Texas, and up in Canada. Are you sure? I don't know where about in Canada because it's not America. Then who gets they don't have shit? engineers there. Okay, is how Jason, I feel. I like, they don't your, have engineers. What's in your that favorite country? Canadian country song? Um, <laughs> that one about maple syrup and the red dirt road. Yeah. yeah. My yeah. wife, my wife left me for a moose. That was uh, that's my favorite. <laughs> ah. <laughs> a moose knuckle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, or um, you know, whatever. Something about like how you know the French Canadians are kind of like the Yankees of America, that kind of thing. I'm sure so. there's some like uh, fur, uh, fur trapping kind of um, songs. <laughs> yeah. Bieber. I mean, is there, is, do you think there really is Canadian country? Oh, no. for sure. Yeah, for sure. of course there. Uh, Tim was about. To, okay, why don't you somewhere think there between is, Tim? Uh, Vancouver and Toronto? In that, it's somewhere between there. There's Canadian country. I mean, yeah. I know, there's like a Lannis set out there. That's not country. And Celine Dion. <laughs> Black That's Rain. it. Yeah. Uh, Justin Bieber. Nickelback. <laughs> 
And Nickelback. Nickelback's Canadian. And Avril yeah. Lavigne. Oh, I didn't know that. And oh. Avril Lavigne. Avril Lavigne. And Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. Strike your pose. <laughs> not, 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 not a singer, oh, but. Canadian. Who else is. What? Who? Um, Steve Drake. Nash. Canadian celebrity Steve Nash. And Ryan course, Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> And uh, Jim Carrey, uh, William Schnatner. Sh- Jim Carrey's Schnatter. Canadian? Jim Carrey's Welcome yeah. to the iTest Power Hour, eh? It's <laughs> all about Canadian country now, eh? <laughs> you didn't know that Jim Carrey was from Canada? I had no yeah. idea. Yeah. Well, so that fucker is so a was Willie psychopath. Nelson. Willie Nelson's so, Canadian. So fun, fun what? concert, though. Willie Nelson? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. No, it yeah, was yeah, blast. Uh, we, we got shit house and slept in till noon. Or and, and Chad, Chad slept in till the ass crack at Ch- 1 o'clock this afternoon. Chad put on his thong and ordered sugar-free Red Bull and Tito's all night. Yeah, it was great. It was awesome. It was great. Did you, by the end of the night, were you carrying your shoes? I don't know. I blacked out, so I very easily may have. Oh, wow. All right. Sarah, what was the last concert you went to? went to a Marin Morris concert in Salt Lake City. A Marin Morris? Yeah, they were like eight bucks. It was great. My girlfriend eight dollars? Yeah, like what is the cost of living in Salt Lake? Can you just twelve dollars? Well dude, when <laughs> you if you convert to Mormonism, is it free to live there? Maybe. Maybe. No, well uh, here, here's my theory on this, why everything's so cheap. Because you said earlier that booze is cheap mm-hmm. there. Very it's cheap. because no one buys it except exactly. for the outsiders. Yeah. And so, I mean, they're like, well, so we, we got to have to have some the people outside. come. Fun fact <laughs> is, yeah, the bars in Salt Lake, you used to have to have a membership to be able to get into a bar. So the church put stipulations on certain bars that you had to pay for a membership to be able to go to the bar to try to regulate how many people were drinking in Salt Lake. And that stopped not that long ago so God you would have had to pay I mean, so you would have had to, yeah. to ask your friends what bars they had memberships to and those were what you could go to wait so did you have to like well, I think Denton used to do that didn't they like you used to like if you wanted no. to go to a, you, you had what, what do you mean a membership like you, had to like pay you to couldn't be, go in oh, unless well, you had a membership to well, that and they, and they had like a certain number of memberships had, yes so could you re- could you revoke your member like, like does your membership expire after a year and if you don't renew it it's all like I don't know I don't know the details but she only lived there for six months until she tore the question do you get a jacket <laughs> is there a member's jacket? A member's I would jacket. hope so. It's very cold in Salt Lake. But I had a friend that worked for a bar, and they would have to have membership cards, and you could not come in unless you had a card. So you had to organize with your friends who had what membership to be able to know where you were going to go Do you have, like, that group weekend. texts for who had certain memberships to certain bars? I would like, hope so. Mormons don't really have that much internet access, though. Just like what? religion. <laughs> just is, like religion is, to do Utah that. Utah is like look, fucking Zimbabwe. Look, There's no internet world. access. So imagine you're Joseph Smith, and you got a bunch of Mormons, right? You don't want them <laughs> We're, you, we're <laughs> totally alienating yeah, all of our Mormon also, listeners. Look, right. no, <laughs> yeah, all, what? All of our Mormon listeners? All right. So let me just yeah, Chad's drinking now. It's all about Chad. 20 minutes. Peer pressure. Peer <laughs> pressure. Peer before pressure. We, before we get into Mormons and Joseph Smith and Sarah here, we need to address the chicken slash the horse in the room. Uh, and, um, oh, shit. And another, I, another one-week suspension? Well, we have well, we have sad news, and that is that we put a lot of money and time and effort and emotions into helping Corey get better and Corey improve his life situation and get into uh, help he needs. But we found him yesterday. Lying in a pasture, Cuck. you know. You know when they say like once covered, you go, once covered you go, in feces and mud, and, <laughs> and a little uh, bit of horse semen. Just like whenever, just like whenever, you, <laughs> if you go black, you never go back. And once you go horse, you never change course. You know what I'm saying? That was good. I mean, off the top of my head, yeah. that's great. <laughs> Tito's so. just bringing all the creative juices out of me. So yeah, we we had to suspend Corey indefinitely from the show. He just I, we don't see him getting better anytime soon, and we can't surround ourselves with that kind of negative. Negativity. Uh, 
Sarah, I'm sorry. But uh, every time that Corey gets suspended, it's always because he's been effing horses. So. Um, well, I work for the Stallions, so let's bring oh, that back. Hey. Oh, hey. 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 hey, hey, hey. Speaking of Stallions. Uh, what a segue. <laughs> what a segue. So, yeah, so speaking of Stallions. So before we even get into, you know, Sarah and, you know, you're going to the AAF, going to Salt Lake. Can I just say, we just keep saying before we're going to get into that, I feel like we're never going to talk to her. <laughs> and we're going to say that before that, oh, we didn't run out of time today. So we're just going to talk about horse fucking for an hour. God. <laughs> Jesus. So, uh, so Sarah, tell us a little about yourself. Where'd you grow up? Uh, and like sure. everything leading up to the AAF. Am I allowed to say that I know you prior to today? No, no, okay. you cannot say. We don't. We, we just literally picked you up on the side. No, 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 no one. No one. No one. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No one admits <laughs> to knowing Tim. Hit that button, Chad. We gotta start over. <laughs> Got it. Uh, from Denton originally. Uh, went to the great. Ryan High School, and I went to Baylor for college. After but, college, well, hold on. What years what? were you at Baylor? I was there 2009 to 2013. So Robert Griffin era. Yes. Okay. Robert Griffin, Brittany Griner era, that whole thing. Okay. I was gonna was ask great. what hospital you were born in because I thought we were going all the way back. Uh. Were no. you born at Flo? Sure. Were you born? Were you born? Were you born in Denton? Yes. You're born probably. At oh, Flo, so you're like an original D towner, huh? Yes. So while, mm-hmm. so while you were at Baylor, did you you went? Who'd you have? Who'd you have a greater chance of having sex with? <laughs> Robert Griffin the third or Brittany Griner? <laughs> Why <laughs> limit? Like, why limit myself? <laughs> so well, while you were there, you saw I'm Robert Griffin. <laughs> you saw him play live while you were there. You Say went, that again. Did you go I'm see sorry. Robert Griffin play live? You yeah. So him. I actually worked for Baylor Athletics. Play, so well, I worked well, all the football games. Was he I a musician basketball. too? No, no. I mean, no, because, <laughs> because, because some players. He played Canadian country down it. I'm telling you guys, if you saw Johnny Manziel play live, like that shit was electric, right? Yeah. Like. I'm just saying there's something. Hit you. <laughs> right at the tip of the penis. It's so electric. It was great. Dude, it felt, it was great. Like, it was a perfect, si- it was wonderful. I'm just saying, Robert, I mean, like, like, like he won the Heisman Trophy. It yes, was cool to I go did. see him that year li- live. I mean, it's fucking awesome, right? Like, okay. And be surrounded by people who are all like, fuck yeah, Robert, you know? Yeah. Rob, or whatever they're calling Rob. him. <laughs> Rob. <laughs> Rob. Robbie. Are you, Robbie. Are you crying? Robbie. Yeah, yeah, a bit. <laughs> Dog is crushing him, and he just keeps going in a circle. <laughs> <laughs> you have to. You have to see him roll through. I know. You have to. Okay, I'm sorry. So, no, what, what question were you going to ask about Baylor? I just wanted to know if she did. If I she, see him play uh, live. Yes, I did. Did see Robert Griffin play live? Cool. While, yes, I did. While he was at his height, pre. Uh, I actually got to storm the field when he helped beat Kansas State when they were number one. That was great. Oh, that was Kansas great State game. was number one in mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. past. They were ranked yeah. number one. Yeah. 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 With with old like Bill Snyder as, as eighty seven years old, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, yeah. did, doesn't he like handwrite a note to the other coach of yeah, every yeah, single I team they play yeah, every week? That's only because he doesn't know how to work email because yeah. he's old as fuck. I'm sure he sends it in okay. a fucking carrier <laughs> pigeon <laughs> to him. Carrier. It's no, like right, Game cool. of Thrones by I, Raven. I, just wanted to, I wanted to pause there and say, okay, she was there during that period of time. She saw that was. she was experiencing that. She worked for Baylor Athletics. That's really cool. Did you were you were you in there around the Art Bryle scandal? I wasn't – well, yeah, I was there when it supposedly happened. Like, when they did the lawsuit, I was out, obviously out of college, okay. like, when it all came out. Um, and I actually got calls from people that I worked for, like, supervisors, because I worked in Baylor Athletic Marketing. Ah. And so we dealt with multiple sports teams. So I worked softball and I worked baseball. And so we did all the marketing and giveaways and promotions at different – you kind of got assigned a different sport. And so we got calls when everything came out and just asked, like – do you want to report anything? Like, did you feel safe? Did you feel comfortable, especially being a female? And so that kind of came when I was already in Philly, when I'd already graduated. Um, but when everything like the Sean Oakman and all that stuff was happening, I was there at Baylor, but it didn't come out until did you later. Did you know any of those guys? 
I did know him. I wasn't like best, best friends with them just because there's, I didn't like work specifically with football. Um, I was good friends with a lot of the football guys, but I mean, their, their team is huge. And so I you knew never, a lot of them. You never felt, I don't know. You never had any experiences. No, and I was very lucky that I never had experiences like that. I didn't, when we worked football, we didn't work with the players. We worked with all the promotions and the sponsors. And so I'd be on the field and we'd have to do things with them for the sponsor, but I never That's was with them one-on-one. The girls that were affected by it were more in like the Baylor, like they worked a lot closer with the one-on-one athletes. And I was never, I never had to do that, which did, I was very lucky. Did so. you ever stand side by side with Sean Oakman? I did. And he's a, he's very scary. Yeah. He, he is a very monster. Scary. Yeah. Human but I've also stood <laughs> side by side by like Joel Embiid, which is just a different. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't think about seven that. Feet so, tall. so there we are. So, there, so then after, after Baylor, after you, right. you, you, you wait, so, so could, you studied, you, you dance studied, you studied at Baylor? what at Baylor? Did I dance at Baylor? They, they, I, I, you always hear a story. You always hear a story. You are on this. I was not a Baylor dancer. Though. I was not. I appreciate the compliment. You always hear the story that people say like, "Oh, Baylor, it's a Baptist school. They won't let you dance there." Yes, I dance. It's not. You keep bringing up Footloose. It's not Footloose. I None have of this never is one time heard anyone ever associate I've Baylor heard it, I've with heard that dancing. Minimum three times. They just walk around with. Are, wait, no. Are they up their ass? You know, for real. You're being dead serious about this. Dead serious. That's what people say. It wasn't. It's like Baptists don't drink and don't dance. That's the stipulation. Right. And Baylor's a private school. So like, I've never and then you moved to Utah too. Yeah, yeah. just go to all the most boring places in the world. I went from one end of the spectrum to right. the other. And that's why that Crager song about you know Everclear. That's why it's why it's soaked in melons good, and that's the best the best barbecue the Baptist had ever seen or whatever. Yeah, I, 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 yeah exactly. I know the lines right. of the song. Yeah, yeah I bet you do. Yeah, uh, and Baptists can't do this shit. That's it. I had a friend that went to Notre Dame. And at Notre Dame, like, she was forced to go to Mass. Like, every student went to Mass every Sunday because it was Notre Dame. Like, mm-hmm. there's certain schools, like, there is a shit. Like, at, um, Jimmy, was it Jimmer Fredette, whoever, at, um, at there's a BYU. BYU, like, he got, like, kicked out for, like, boning some chick or something. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. you so literally couldn't it's do not, anything. Like, yeah. It's not that unheard of for a school no. to be fucking strict, you know? So, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, that's Marshall <laughs> Henderson, who we're going to try to have on at some point. That's the reason he started his freshman year at Utah playing basketball. But he left because he's a party animal. Well, yeah, he had Coke. The rules are strict. And, yeah, yeah the rules are strict. Coke. And he's like, fuck this. I think this every school sucks. looks down on Coke, though. So let's not. Let's <laughs> yeah. not. Yeah. He went to Utah, couldn't do Coke. Okay, well, geez, fucking not assholes they those guys are. <laughs> well, <laughs> actually, then he went to Texas Tech. So, yeah, you're yeah. allowed to do Coke. Yeah. Coke, Coke is part of, like, Miami's recruitment scheme. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they lay it out. They, they actually take you to they a Colombian drug factory. And see how you deal with it. Yeah, see like, how you handle so it. So do you like yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> and then they give you a jersey. You take the picture in front of a green yeah, yeah, screen. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah you're done. You're good. Anyway. That's, so you studied what at Baylor? I was in the sports sponsorship and sales program. It's cool. not called sports strategy and sales. But we basically, they had a program for sales and they had a program for sports management, but there was nothing to marry the two. And so a couple years before I got there, they started Tim can marry program. them. He's legal. I'm, yeah. legal. I'm, a, rever- I'm a reverend. I am too. I'll write you a little letter. Okay, to well, dibs on marrying anybody in this room, so it's okay. <laughs> That's fine. Okay, cool. I'm done. I only cost a case of beer, though, by the way. Go ahead. Though. There you go. Yep. I so, break your shit at weddings, so it's okay. Anyways, go on. Oh, anyway. yeah. That's true. It's <laughs> another fun story for maybe another time. Great. Uh, I d- yeah, you, you, you have to really pay attention yeah, on this I podcast to, because we it. get so damn sidetracked. 
Uh, and I feel like I should be used to it. I've known Tim for oh. so long. I feel like I should. Uh, so you said <laughs> they, so they developed with, a program, right? Yes. Sports sponsorship and sales. So we were trained in how to sell tickets and sponsorships and things like that in the sports industry instead of a product and just kind of business sale. I'm, industry, I'm confused. Which is cool. Selling tickets is just that guy outside the stadium yelling tickets. Tickets. So we would stand outside of the stadium okay, and yeah. sell tickets. Okay. Okay. So what? That's like a scalp them. course or what? Is not even. <laughs> Yeah, one day. One day. Rough. And then we went into uh, yeah, we went to dancing lessons after that. (laughs) (laughs) And then we (laughs) took dancing (laughs) lessons. (laughs) That was a new program. (laughs) So you graduated. You graduated Baylor in thirteen. Correct. Graduated. Moved immediately to Philly. So I got a job. How did the job come about? So with Baylor, the head of the program has worked in um, sports for probably 20, 30 years. And the two heads of the program bring all of their friends that they've ever worked with, ever known, kind of in their sports network, to interview juniors and seniors. And so every year, juniors have to do an internship, and seniors get interviewed for a potential job. And so we have NBA teams coming. Basically, anyone they've ever known in the sports and entertainment industry comes back, and you get interviewed. And so I've had a couple job opportunities upon graduating so I got to kind of pick where I wanted to go and what industry I want to work in um wanted to get out of Texas and so it came down to the Orlando Magic or the Sixers and I just liked said Orlando is like the effing armpit of <laughs> yeah. the, the country yeah, what do you what do you call hey. Philly Florida is the kind of like kind of like the, 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 the armpit of the arm. yeah. Yeah. I yeah I loved Philly the, the, the I loved so, Philly. Did, did you so did. whenever really whenever a Philly. team like uh like the 76ers interviews you how does that interview process go so it might be a little bit different my interview process was there at Baylor so they make you they go were... outside and scalp tickets and like prove like go out, go out there and sell these, were like, sell these tickets therefore game yesterday if you can throw that would you throw a punch if you can throw a punch and shot at a beer and eat an horse shit off of like, the ground no, no, so no, what is wrong with what are you talking about hold on you guys after the Super Bowl the People from Philly, oh, they yeah, were eating they the, were, the police were. horse shit See, off like, of the street. Uh, us like, uh, don't like, act like you don't know were, what I'm talking. About. Don't know what you're talking about. I was there for that too. I yeah, was there See, for the she Eagles. ate horse shit with all the people Not from the Philly. Shit, but I was there for the Eagles Super Bowl. <laughs> I lived yeah. there. For Sarah that. wasn't serving up horse shit the next day <laughs> no. on a plate to anybody. Like, no, I said that she was out there feasting with the people. Oh my God, Corey's our guest is never going to come back. Thank you very much for that. Just no, it's fine. Nervously, but I did love Philly. Yes. So talk about your your career with the Sixers. So you started out in what position? Yeah. So I started out in ticket sales. I was a sales associate, um, and it was the year that we were winning 10 games that season. So that was super fun. Oh, and, the, the, uh, the, the process. Yeah. That yeah. was before the process. That was oh. when they didn't know they needed a process. It was oh, okay. just kind of a they just suck. Pre- That's pre process. Right. Was, I was there pre process. <laughs> so I started January of 2014 with them. And so I started in ticket sales, sold for about six months. And then there was a job opening in their service team um, who handles just strictly season ticket holders and things like that. And so I transitioned into that role and was the coordinator of that department for the next four and a half years. So what, so does, that, what does that position mean? Like, so you can sell right. season tickets or you can be in service. What is that service? So thing? within, yeah, so there's sales and their service within the Sixers. And so sales, you can be a sales associate, which is kind of like the lowest level that you come in. That's where everyone really starts. It's kind of the younger guys. And then you can transition into the groups role, which is a higher role. You've been there longer. You sell groups of 10 or more. Um, and those people are the ones that put on the theme nights that bring out like six, seven, eight hundred tickets of like 
do a heritage theme night and they have the big kind of fun events and they the do what? Was it really a Jewish heritage theme yeah, night? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, those are themes. They have theme nights for everything. We had, they give out Sixers yarmulkes at the door night, or something like that? that you know night. what? Those <laughs> people laugh, but those ones work. We sell out the arena when something like that happens. Is that because they, they feel that good about being included? Well, and also, That's like, the they want to just come out and come to a game. So yeah, like, like in between, and, 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 and like, the first the first TV timeout, it's like, da na 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 Is that the song that they put? Jewish Heritage Night, that's the night that the arena gets the most complaints. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Could you turn on the heater in here? Yeah. This is a bit cold. And everybody bitches about the price of a yeah. hot dog yeah, 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 and yeah. the beer. Everyone in Philadelphia. Concessions so does not are, these pork, are these pork dogs? The most, the most amount of smuggled in snacks and everything else happens that okay, night. That was a bad example to use for the same night. Take it back. Yeah, you got to watch your tongue on I this know. show. We, we talk about Hitler a lot. Anyway. <laughs> no, we don't. He a little, drew, yeah, a little, a little bit. <laughs> it's Hebrew National, the official hot dog of the 76ers. <laughs> Is it really? Facts, yes. Facts. Oh my God. Oh, oh, I, I was going to say, holy <laughs> shit, Ryan, like how did you no, shot they the do dart? Have, they do have like a kosher stand because Jewish Heritage Night did so well. They is have there, like a kosher are there a lot? Of, are there, is there a big Jewish population in Philadelphia? Northeast, just in general, yeah. Really? So they'll come down from Brooklyn. Okay, well, so I if guess you go to a Brooklyn game, they like run that city. Like they have season ticket holders. that It's like all huh. like very wealthy people in the Jewish community. So, anyway, going back to the breakout of salespeople. So, you can do groups and then you can do account executive, which is people that have been there for a long time. They sell kind of the big ones. And then on the service side, it's they're in charge of the whole season ticket holder base. So, when I got there, I was in charge of everything besides taking care of clients. So, there were 10 reps. Oh, that's best case scenario. Right. There were 10 reps within the department that all had a book of business of just strictly season ticket holders. And I was in charge of making sure they could do their job and were like in line. So I did all the reporting, all the events, all oh, the gifts. Okay. I did all the communication, all the emails, everything like that. So I basically helped to make sure the department looked good, felt good, could renew at the same time. Like I did all the back end work for that. that so yeah, that, I mean, I would assume, yeah, like he said, best case scenario, you're not going to have to yeah. deal with the customer service Well, side. on a day-to-day, I did. But on game nights, all of the reps are busy visiting, and so I was the forefront for the entire book. So then all 10 reps, all their people called me. I was the sole person oh, on game okay, night to okay. put out fire. So all everyone right. knew who I was, so I kind of had the entire base as a So while you're with the 76ers, what is your relationship like? Do you have any sort of relationship with the, uh, the players themselves? Do you know them uh, personally? Yeah, some of them did. I mean, we did a lot of events with them. So we do season ticket holder events. We do um, appearances. Every time we do just a general event, they would be there. And so the longer you're there, the ones that are on the team a lot longer, just know your face and know who you are. Um, And so at events, they would need escorts. And so um, I got to know them. I mean, certain ones you get to know better than the others. And it's not – I couldn't, like, if I saw them out in public, I wouldn't walk up and say hi. But within the Sixers kind of – bubble you'd walk over and they know who you are and they know of you and kind of what you do so oh okay so it was fun and it was cool because you got to see kind of the upswing i was there from a 10-1 season and i left last season so we made it to the second round of the playoffs mm. yeah. and that was a, just a really cool upswing to Simmons be a part of right whole, yeah. so they beat miami the first round and then lost um to boston that second round Quick. so Quick pause on this. Sure. I forgot. Is Are they about to play a game seven also? Yeah, game seven's on Sunday. Okay. That, that, that's uh, right. Yeah, because we could potentially have three game sevens mm-hmm. three on game Sunday. Three game sevens right? on Sunday, yeah. which is absolutely insane. Yeah. Because yep. yep. Golden State Warriors took care of that. Those, <laughs> those <laughs> nasty, that nasty Houston so team down there. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Obviously, growing up, like, before you got – so you had to choose a major. You had Correct. to get hired, whatever, all that. Mm-hmm. Right. So you had, like, some sort of passion for sports. Is that – 
or like you just love sports yeah, or you just love sales? I did. I did not love sales. I knew I wanted to go into business just because my parents owned a business and I just saw that and I was good at that. But I knew I wanted to go into sports and entertainment. And so there was no degree program that had that. And I knew I didn't necessarily know I wanted to work for a sports team, but I know I wanted to work in something that I could talk about sports and it be relevant to my job. Um, whether that be, yeah, working for a business that just deals with the sports contracts, anything like that. So, um, came to the decision just because the program was perfect and it kind of married business in the sports world, sports and entertainment, I would say. Um, and I loved it because I don't consider the new job I have now to be like a, like it's a motor sport, so it's not a team sport, but any type of sports and entertainment realm, I just wanted to work in. I knew that for a fact. So what was the best thing about Philly and what was the worst thing about Philly other than the weather? Do something that's not in Like working in Philly or living in Philly? Uh, all of it. Either all of, of it. it? Yeah. I mean, working for a sports team in a very big sports team town is always cool. So anytime someone's like, oh, what do you do? And you say, oh, I work for the Sixers. Even when they sucked and were horrible, people want to talk about it. And I thought that was really cool. And then as they got better, people that you've never talked to, you know, if you wear a Sixers shirt out on the street, people want to yeah, talk to you. And they beg you for tickets and they're nice to you and they let you. <laughs> they're you begging know. for tickets and they <laughs> yeah, want to nice. Sunshine fans. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. they're basically, oh, the Sixers are good. I mean, I had people when I first started and I would, they would be like, why are you wearing a Sixers shirt? So I worked there, and they'd be like, Sixers stuck, blah, 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 blah. And then at the end of the conversation, they'd be like, oh, uh, let me get some free tickets. It's like, you just shit on the Sixers right. for 45 like, uh, minutes. No. Movie. No. Yeah, no. Did you ever go to that um, ice cream shop in Philadelphia with, like, that weird old fans and the mustachioed guys? It's like Franklin Mint. The yeah, the Franklin. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it called? I think it's just called Franklin Ice Cream or something. But, yeah, yeah. it's, like, one of the oldest, oldest Dude, ice there. cream it's shops. Awesome. It's phenomenal. Oh, I it's thought also, like, 20 bucks for an ice cream cone, yeah, but it's but phenomenal. The, the guys wear, like, suspenders and old mustaches. They do. And like, old mustaches? Would you like, like, yeah. would you like well, it's got to be old to get that long, right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> old style <Yeah>. mustaches. <laughs> <laughs> I've never hey, seen that. He got you there. He got you there. It's got to be old to get that long. What was the best cheesesteak you ever had? Um, okay. It, is that really, is, probably the best. is that really as popular up there? Like, I mean, is that all that they eat? They it's just, just like, like saying cram their mouth with horse shit and Philly cheesesteaks. Yeah. They mix it together. <laughs> no, it's just, I mean, they're pretty popular. I think it's more of a touristy thing. Like the Philly, that, that, that's you what I were born and raised in Philly, it's a thing that you do when all your friends come visit. Cause they want, yeah. Oh, it's Philly cheesesteak. Okay. But so, so it's pretty, not like, like they're good. They're not so bad. It's not like how Texas, obviously people probably associate with like barbecue, but we actually eat, or I know I do. I eat shit out of it all the time. I went right, to Philadelphia right. in 2010 I okay. went for, to go see the U.S. soccer team play up there in the Eagle Stadium. Okay. And um, I went to, like, uh, there was, like, Geno's and Pat's across right. from each other. Right. And we went there, and it was fine. Like, yeah. whatever. But the best cheesesteak. It's cheese very steak, touristy. Yeah. It, it's exactly. Actually, yeah. my, my friend had a U.S. soccer shirt on, and the person at the thing was like, oh, you play for the team this weekend? Like, we, and it's <laughs> yeah, like, totally. He, he, so was, like, he was like, like yeah. He was like, no. And I was like, dude, you could have gotten your picture on the wall. Yeah, fucking and what if I was wearing a shirt? Were yeah. they asking the same yeah. thing? Like, oh, no. are you goalie? Yeah. Goalie. <laughs> so, I, I ate there. But the, the, the what are you, the chef for the team or something like that? <laughs> 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 yeah. Hopefully not. Yeah. Because yeah. That's like yeah, okay. The best cheesesteak I had. only eats cheese and meat. The best cheesesteak I had was a street vendor. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we ate there and we were like, okay, that was like just the same kind of cheesesteak we get back home yeah. but I went to a street vendor and I was like that shit was They're bomb. amazing yeah, yeah. And cheesesteaks are pretty big up there. Like, every good cheesesteak place that you go to, there's a line out the door. So it's a normal yeah, thing, um, and they're very good. They do Italian food and, like, hoagies and sandwiches very, very, very well. So no matter what type of sandwich you get, the bread's the best. I mean, just the Northeast in general. So that was pretty – that the, was nice. I, I, I do feel like the Northeast, they're very, like, 
sandwich yes. centric. Yeah. Yes. And they're so good. Rubens. Very Sandrick sandwich centric. <laughs> so the other thing they were good at was efficiency. Like you walked up and like, what do you want? And you're like, uh, sandwich cheese. Yeah. If you don't order fast enough, they'll skip over <laughs> Next, you. Next, oh shit, they're yeah, so the mad. Efficiency yeah. was great. No cheesesteak for you. When you order a cheesesteak, you have are to they say cheesesteak with or without. And Simple if you mess joke. up the order, they'll pass by you by. And they'll say next. Like they don't care. They're no Rough. no bullshit type people, and I liked uh, it. I liked so, it a lot. So why leave why leave the Sixers? It sounded like you liked it, and it was so, pretty yeah, awesome. So I was there for five seasons, five NBA seasons, about four and a half years, almost five years, and I was kind of the the higher the highest I could be in my position. So I was the senior coordinator of the service department, and above me was a manager of the service, and then our VP. And so there was nowhere really for me to go up from there from my job. Um, and I had done it for a couple years and it was going really well. The team was doing well, but on a day to day, I wasn't being challenged anymore. I'd done that job for two to three years. Uh, you're one of those kind of people. Yeah. Well, and especially in sports, like <laughs> wants to progress in her career. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, weird, yeah that's right? what I mean. Good you're not a lazy piece of, of shit. Oh, yeah. that's weird. Yeah. Sorry. So <laughs> I loved it and I loved Philly, but I knew that just the day to day, I was like, I'm not getting bored, but I wasn't, I knew how to do it or I at least knew how to start the project and it wasn't, um, challenging anymore. And I don't know. I just, we were getting more on our plate because they combined and made HBSE with the Devils and the Sixers. Okay. So they combined and made one kind of sports entity. And so we were – there was a lot of changes going on. There was a lot of things that I was like, I don't really want to be a part of this. And I think it was just time for me to move on. Yeah. Um, but I loved it. I loved the Sixers. And so I started looking right when we ended playoffs in June. Um, looked basically in the summer, um, and that kind of led me to the Alliance opportunity. It kind of came through my Baylor contacts. Um, okay, so that I was just about to ask a question. Like sure. when you said that you started looking, I was going to ask how you would go about doing that because yep. I would imagine those type Craig's of list. jobs, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, are going to be listed on <laughs> Craigslist. So yeah. the majority of that probably has to do with your network, right? So when I decided that I was going to first start looking, I immediately emailed the head professor of our Baylor S three program that has all those networking of people because he's the one that knows everyone. So I emailed him and said, "Looking for a new." Job opportunity, I'll probably start when the Sixers playoff run is over. Let me know what you think. And his first question is, do you want to stay in Philly? Do you want to move back home to Texas? Are you okay moving anywhere else? Um, and do you want to stay in the service realm? Because he has thousands of people in the sales realm. Uh, but I was already out of sales. I'd already been to service and wanted to kind of stay in that realm. So, um, And that kind of about where he would email me people and say, they have a job position open or look at job positions that you like. And then if I know somebody, I'll reach out. So I did probably about 60% on my own. And he kind of sent me people on the 40% side. And I actually found a marketing agency in Philly that I loved. It's called 160 over 90. And they do all the marketing and advertising for like the Eagles. And like, it's really hard Reeves. math to what do. Is what is, what, what is I don't know why it's called that either. Look at Chad. What is it? It's, it's, like, it's, like, it's like, it's like point eight. Five, like wow. point nine or something like that. It's close to you're that. You're in charge of my money, it's, so I hope you know what it is. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Glad, I'm glad I can do He's fractions. Too? He does have yeah. money. You yeah. fucked up too. Money. All he does is make yeah. us spend All, it. The only person in this room that doesn't doesn't is that what I'm charge of is, is you. It's exactly. is my investment with you. He, uh, yes, that's okay, pretty much great. it. He yeah. got it, Tim got mad at me the other day because I was asking him some questions about how to operate e trade, and he was like, "Well, you could." He's like, "You could just use me, motherfucker." He's like, "What do you?" He said, "What do you want to use e trade for when you have t trade?" Exactly. <laughs> uh, exactly. Yep. It was a good a joke. Good. Yeah. It was awesome. It was. It was pretty good. Someone and say, and someone now say it's everyone lit. in the world is going to get to hear it because there are so many people who listen to this podcast. I know yeah. so many people. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> I forgot. If you need a financial we, advisor, uh, contact before we go further, we need to. We do need to talk about our sponsor. Ah, uh, uh, Coors Light. 
into Coors Light. Uh, so, uh, Coors Light, people don't know this, is made with the water from the Colorado River. Uh, it's so crisp and cold. That Adolf himself Adolf was... Himself. He would go down there with a, a flask, get the water, and go back in. <laughs> flask? Oh my gosh. <laughs> he, was he, made, he made a quarter of a beer at a time. Hey, that's small why. Small batch. Yeah. Small batch. Small batch, my small ass. Batch, small batch Coors Light, the oh only God. way to go. But for, for real, uh, a Southernly Charm, as you can see on the, the webcam up there, we have our logos on these um, kick-ass koozies. Uh, she makes koozies. She makes cups. Uh, Chad got our logo shaved into Marcus by her. Yeah, so you can pretty much uh, put any logo on any uh, thing, living or or not, uh, by suddenly charm. Go to Etsy; she's great. Uh, we yeah, know even we had Tom Berenger's sniper scope yeah. imprinted into his asshole. And we we, we uh, I, I, well the, the cat's we asshole, not, not Chad's asshole. <laughs> Let's chat. Let's see that asshole. Yeah. <laughs> we uh, we want to we 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 one hundred percent. We know we we do. We know her name, uh, and it's uh, so, uh well her name is Southern Charm. <laughs> um, she's great. Just it's Casey. Casey is her name, and uh, we knew that the whole time. And uh, yeah, you contact her and that's see Southern Charm. Get your cat shaved. Why am I having all these inquiries for, for like pet grooming? <laughs> I was, was going to say bikini waxes. <laughs> get my, oh. Heard I get my cat shaved around here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was trying to be appropriate, Tim. Ah, when have we ever done that? Never. Yeah, this, yeah. This, this episode is sponsored by Coors Light, Tito's, and Marcus. So. Yep. Thanks, Marcus. So, okay, so you uh, you chose the AAF. Why right. uh, Why'd you choose to go to work for a, a new startup team like uh, like that, kind of really right. unknown. And Salt Lake, I mean, it's halfway, or not even halfway, it's all the way across the country from where you were. Yeah, I mean. so I got sent a contact who was already going to work for the AF. So the AF kind of started hiring people in June or July for their upper management. So they started doing, um, there were eight different teams across the nation, and they started hiring upper management and teams probably July or August. And so I got sent the link of just what the AF is, and um, from my professor. And he said, take a look at this, see what you think, see if you like it. Um, we have contacts over there. A lot of the people I know are going to be team presidents, so you could interview with them. Um, I first said no. I first said, I don't think that, I don't want to work for a startup. I want to work for something that's already established. Yeah. yeah, and I just didn't want to risk that much. And the more I talked to people about it, I actually interviewed with a couple of the different teams um, for a couple of different jobs, and I actually picked Salt Lake. I got a couple of different job offers from – got one from San Antonio. I was looking in San Diego. I kind of interviewed with um, different places. And the Salt Lake team, the president there, I had known for a while. He was a part of that kind of Baylor network community. Okay. And knew him from – he worked in the NBA for like 15, 20 years. He's worked there for a long time. He was head of sales and service for the Trailblazers – for probably like 17, 18 years. So people knew him. He was very good at his job. He was a very good leader. And I told myself in college, if I ever got a chance to work for him, I would. So when he moved to Salt Lake and became the president of the Stallions, he called me and said, I heard you're interviewing with people. Uh. Would love to see if, you know, you're available to come out to Salt Lake. And so went through that interview process. So I picked the AAF because I talked to everyone of why they would leave very comfortable, very well-paying job that they've been in for a while and take a chance on this and it was a good product it was a good vision it was funded for <laughs> for, for a couple <laughs> at, weeks at, at the time funded. at the time it was funded um so i went to salt lake took the job in salt lake yeah so i left the sixers i left in august i left 
And what was uh, your end of September, and I started beginning of August with. And what was your role with the AAF? So I was the director of corporate partnerships and premium seating. So I kind of had two different roles. I was in charge of all the sponsorship activation, making sure what we promised all of our sponsors was happening on the field and off the field. And then I was in charge of all the premium seating when it came to the decisions of like catering and what we're doing for gifts and things like that. And so our VP of ticket sales is in charge of the monetary value and kind of the ticketing okay. aspect. And I was in charge of kind of the service <laughs> aspect of all of our suites. Just like the, the fan experience, the, the season ticket holder experience. For, well, for premium only. Premium I, only. We okay. didn't really have like a service team. It was kind of a new thing. And so we were hoping. What was the coolest thing you did for your premium season? Or you know, it's not even season tickets. It's premium tickets. What does that even mean? Yeah, I, I was just yeah, about to ask. So what premium mean. tickets mean anything outside of just a normal season ticket seat so clubs um like we had like a scholarship so suites club. and yeah so suites and i guess it, not like a club box they call it like a scholarship box but anything that you pay for that like includes catering and includes okay. something elevated other than just a season ticket with a seat what where was uh i, I can't even remember where, where did the salt lake stallions play they played at rice Eccles stadium where you where the university of utah plays okay it okay. was phenomenal it was a I mean, the mountains are in the background. It was so pretty. Uh, okay, and the cool. stadium is so nice just in general. Um, and so we were lucky that the people that work for the stadium kind of took over everything we needed to do. And they're just very good at their job. Yeah. And so they kind of did half of our jobs for us and uh, made us look very good because they're so good at what they do for Utah. And because already. they're obviously right. – they're already around. They're right. familiar with everything, vendors, right. what have you. So yeah. Okay. So cool. they kind of took over. And it wasn't obviously to the level of Utah football. We didn't sell out the stadium. But the necessary things that need to happen for a football game, they were already very good at. And so we How didn't have to train a new staff and – Blah, 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 blah. So they were very, the, very good at that. What was the interest in Salt Lake for the Stallions, for the AAF? I mean, did you see – I mean, how, how many one, how many people could could be seated in that stadium? What was the interest in, interest in them putting it there? What was the interest once they were there? At I guess once they were there. Like, I mean, I guess, I guess for, yeah. for a brand-new league like that, I, I just not Utah, having not, – not everyone yeah. having that experience Utah that. loves football, and I think after college – that's all they because they can't dance. Yeah, they can't dance, they can't yeah, drink, Ryan. so you just go watch football. <laughs> so – they love football. They love the jazz and they have Real, which is a soccer team and they have like a rugby team, but they love football. Like Utah soccer. football sells out no matter what and people support <laughs> it because it's the only football team there in the entire state. That's the only football team. So the it, interest It's a lot was like there. Arkansas. It's yeah. kind of the same way. The interest so. was there. It was just very hard. It's very hard to play spring football in an outdoor stadium when it's 20 and pounding snow. But even we had a game that, that and like 6,000 people still showed up for that game, which mm. is unbelievable when it's 20 and yeah. pounding snow. So I, I was going to ask, do you know about what the average attendance was just across for the us, board? Yeah, for y'all. We had, so we had four home games. We didn't get to play our last one. And I would say, see, I don't know. I would say our average is anywhere between like four and eight it depends okay. on the game so our opening game was obviously a little bit higher um we had a snow game and then we had a freezing game of like 25 degrees and okay. so we never had the weather on our side which is great yeah. but san antonio i, I was just about, so, it and yeah. had like 35 a game which yeah. is insane yeah they they had a lot of people yeah. there which so, is I also mean, it was, like it's texas so people yeah. love football yeah. so and they, and in san antonio right. who is one of the only major cities in the state of texas that does not team. have a professional right. football and team. the alma bowl is beautiful for football so yeah. oh, might yeah. as well go it, did you ever? Did you guys travel at all for those those away games? I traveled for when we played Arizona that very first game just to see how they just so did you could everything. Thaw out a yeah, bit. because we yeah. were very just lucky. So you thaw yeah, out. just so I could thaw out. We were very lucky that our first two games on the schedule were away, and so we had three weeks to plan our first home game, and oh, so nice. we got to travel to our first away game and just see how they ran it and how 
um, like in-game entertainment was and like what the staff did during the game. It just like no one knew kind of how it would go because it's an alliance game. No one's ever seen an alliance game before and like the run of show and the entertainment. And so I traveled once to Arizona um, just to see how they ran it and see the stadium and see kind of what they did and what my counterpart did and We're, what she took care of and things like that. We watched a lot of the Hot Shots games, yeah. but I can't remember. Where did Arizona play? Did they look like Cardinals. little Lego people to you? Yeah, 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 yeah a little yeah. bit. Yeah. They played at ASU Stadium. It was yeah. so nice. Okay. So, Sun so, Devils. So nice. Yeah, yeah, Sun Devils Stadium. It was beautiful. So the, uh, before we get into kind of like, I don't know, the dysfunction, because I've, yeah. I've, had, I've had the privilege of getting to know and hearing the story at least once from you and kind of right. getting texted you in the season, but mm-hmm. kind of hearing the dysfunction of like game day, not on the, not on, you know, right. the Salt Lake Stallions part, but more of kind of on like the, the communication. Yeah. yeah. The so before we get into that and then like kind of like the, the, you know, the, the downfall of the AAF, uh, you told me a fun story about oh, how no. you worked with a lot of like. A lot of a lot of Mormons, and uh, they couldn't have, they can't have. If you're, this if you're is remember, a heavy religious episode. Yeah, yeah it okay, is. I'm, not, I'm not like sharing about like the LDS Church and yeah. John Smith and stuff. What was it, James John Smith? Joseph John Smith. You blasphemous fuck. John Smith and the religion he formed, Pocahontas and yeah. all that. Tim yeah. is actually yeah. a Jehovah's Native Witness. Native American names. What'd you say? So Did you know that Tim's actually a Jehovah's Witness? It's Jehovah's, wow. Jehovah's Witness. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Cool. Whatever. That's right. Uh, anyways, okay. so uh, <laughs> uh, yes, I am. Anyways, uh, the um, uh, so you told me about the they can't have hot caffeine. So yeah, so that's kind of speculation. What? So if if you talk to someone in the Mormon faith, they'll say it depends on how religious they are and how how in depth they practice. Right. So. I guess in the more, and I could be completely wrong, so please don't crucify me on this, whoever's listening. Uh, um, that's fine. We crush all religions, creeds, okay, races, great. beliefs. Well, basically, they <laughs> are, in their religion, they're supposed to stay away from things that are addicting. So that could mean alcohol, that could mean anything. Majority of Mormons don't drink alcohol. So that's a, like, majority of the people in that's my That's why office, they're so pissed off all the time. All the time. Yeah. And then they. Mormons are the happiest people on earth. They Shut up. Just quit poking holes in my theory. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> anyway, and then we crush religions here. A Ryan. lot of them did not drink caffeine because caffeine can be seen as addictive in a way. And so the funny, they drank diet Pepsi's and they crush sugar. So Mormons love sugar. So instead of drinking coffee, <laughs> Mormons or, love sugar. They do. It's it a like real you're thing. An animal especially, especially, especially that booger sugar. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Dear love corn. They do. And so they, <laughs> it was interesting because most people couldn't drink alcohol, or drink, couldn't drink coffee, like any type of caffeine. So they only. Drink drink diet sodas which i would think that alcohol and caffeine like get most people through the day and through the week like those are the two <laughs> things you lean on right it's true like that i don't know about most i think that you're just an alcoholic <laughs> maybe jason i wasn't even in on that um but yeah there were a lot of people in my office just because i worked with predominantly mormons that didn't drink at all didn't drink alcohol and didn't drink caffeine um so they only drank diet soda and like water or anything like that and so we had um we would have like a Christmas party and they would ask if we could, well, you can't bring alcohol obviously, but we wouldn't have any type of, it would be just straight sugar drinks. So it would be so diet cola. Or like people like drinking like Mountain Dew in their coffee cups yeah, and that kind of so crap. We so my dad does that in the summer, by the way, because he doesn't like to drink hot coffee when it's hot outside. Wow. That makes yeah. sense. Just drink an iced coffee then. Yeah. He, he, <laughs> Too, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna okay. say what he says about that, but yeah, you got don't it. you don't drink. Oh yeah, I can, probably a gay slur, I'd assume. Yeah, oh, yeah, a little bit, <laughs> probably a little something bit. along the um, lines of not I sucking dick or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were jealous that they can't drink mimosas, and yeah. so they would mix orange juice and diet Mountain Dew, and oh. it would, they called it a Mormon mimosa. Oh. 
and a it Mormon mimosa. Yeah. You did a little vodka in that. I bet so that's pretty good. I think people should try it. Yeah, you should try it. Yeah. Yeah. Diet Mountain. So I'm drinking right now is a Mormon mimosa. <laughs> yeah. We are going to start making Mormon mimosas. <laughs> and, and saying it that fast is pretty tough. A Mormon mimosa. And, and I would I'm imagine when you're shithoused, that's going to be really tough. Right. You're a Mormon mimosa. But it was great, I will say. So it was just different, but the people I worked with in Salt Lake were absolutely amazing. And cool. it was it was very, very, very Were, were there, and I'm sorry if you might have just briefed over this, are there were there a lot of Mormons that worked with you? I mean, not necessarily. Not. I, I just think didn't just know how many local people were actually yeah, like affiliated so with the team. Or I would say we had 17 people total in our office, and I would say probably six or seven of them were local, and then the out of those six or seven, probably five were legit Mormon, okay. and so it wasn't too bad. And I think in Salt Lake City, the majority of people don't work in sports. You don't move to Salt Lake City to work yeah, in the sports yeah. world. You move to work in tech or in banking or something like that. And banking. so, huge yeah, industry, banking. huge industry, <laughs> um, just like finance and banking and things like that. I need so. two loaves of banking or ba- wait, 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 banking or baking? Banking. Oh, I heard, B-A-N-K. I heard baking. Yeah, I, I didn't heard baking. Oh, baking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, baking too. Man, go to Salt Lake. They get some badass croissants. Right, you now, know what now my next I was like, question. Why are you laughing about banking? It's not that funny. Banking. My, <laughs> so sorry. Yeah. My, my next question as it pertains to diversity okay women within old the sports shit. industry how i mean are you in the minority by a long shot or? i think it depends on where you are okay so in philadelphia and i think it depends on where you work so in the nba they are very very prominently like pushing that women need to be Try to get women sport, which is yeah. amazing so when i was in philadelphia it was my first experience of professionalism and seeing that and majority of the higher ups were women okay so that was what i saw and what i learned and i think in the nba they're a lot more progressive than the nfl like you will never see you don't see top people in the nfl that are women like you just don't yeah and i think especially in texas as well there's a lot of people that i didn't want to move back to texas specifically working in sports until i was high enough up high up enough because i knew that Mandela's women getting to her just kidding the mormon mimosas the mormon um so yes i would say women are a minority in sports in general but it yeah. also depends on what industry you're in and where you are so in texas and nfl absolutely but in philadelphia and the nba so no I, I, have, I have three three things rapid fire here <laughs> one i just thought of a great intro segment that i should use uh <laughs> Are we are we show planning right now on the air? <laughs> on air. This is how we okay, do it. Add right. it to the so Google Doc. We're gonna reverse this at the beginning of the show. I made fun of Chad, made fun of Tim, and I would say, uh, I would say, uh, sitting to my right, he has he has zero dollars in his bank account, which is still more than the AAF. It's Jason hey! Okay, so that's one. Secondly, is Steve Young is Steve Young like a god in Salt Lake City? Because he's like the only Mormon athlete I can think of. Um, yeah. He is. He like Steve Young walked through and like, oh Steve Young. Today. Oh yeah, he went to BYU, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Steve Young he is did. like he's like he's the only Mormon besides he Jimmer, did. Jimmer Fredette, no. He's the only Mormon athlete I can think of. Steve Young. I mean, but here's another thing: is there are a lot of people in Salt Lake City that are gods because a lot of people live in Salt like for Sundance Festival. A lot of people come in and stay, mm-hmm. and so there's a lot of famous people that. Well, there are just a lot of gods but because that's what the Mormons believe. That you don't have anything right about the Mormon <laughs> faith whatsoever. <laughs> you literally know nothing. It's not Hinduism. There's not like a half elephant, half man <laughs> god out there. Cory Bucket. So thing number three is, when you were with the AAF, yeah, did you like believe? Like you in really Mormonism? <laughs> well, yeah. Did you believe in Mormonism? Did I convert? No. 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 Did, did, you, did you like really believe 
that this league was going to be it is going to be the one that makes it as the secondary football league. Right? Yeah, because You're I wouldn't have moved my life out to Salt Lake if right, I didn't. Okay, so and the, I don't think yeah, that Yeah, she was like, eh, fuck it, it's going to no, crash. But like yeah. because no, that's a good question. It is a good question. And I... <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, Ryan. I was just <laughs> we did. We, we, we sat here. Me. We sat here, and we were like, "This is why the AEF is different, and this is why it's going to make it." Yeah, yeah. we had I a mean, full podcast. Yeah. I mean, but those things are still true. Like, it still would have happened. The reason why the AEF shut down was not because there wasn't a product, or was not because people didn't like it. It's not that people weren't showing up to the games, and it's not that there weren't good enough players. It's because. The higher ups didn't Hold make. Hold on, you guys employed Taylor Bertolette, and I have an issue oh, with that. Yeah. All right, and that's uh, as a, a league. Do you even know who Taylor Bertolette? No, okay, don't don't worry yeah, about it. I was just gonna pass over it, <laughs> but y'all yeah, yeah, yeah dude, that, that's the correct thing to do. <laughs> skip. That we're over, <laughs> right, over that. We'll skip it for now. <laughs> we'll we'll skip it for now. Um, so, okay. Yes, the, I did. I did the believe. A, so the AAF, I still so do. I still believed it could have worked. So talk about because to get into the kind of like the dysfunction from the way I understand it, from the way we've talked before. Get kind of into the structure of the AAF and right. how, like, the team and then the actual AAF, the league, how the interaction was, how the structure was, all that kind of stuff. Right. So there were eight teams across the nation, and every team had a team president, and then he hired within that. So there were eight solid teams. So every city had their own group of people that solely worked for that city. They didn't yep. really travel. They didn't really do anything else with other teams except for that city. So we then had uh, people that worked for the alliance that were – only working for the Alliance. So their titles would be like one, one person had head of people for the Alliance of American football. And so dumbest name in the world. Yeah, what, yeah, what, what like, is, what does that even mean? They just kind of made up, <laughs> they just of kind of made up things because they weren't structured yet. They didn't have like a business structure on like what everyone was supposed to do. So they had one HR person for all eight teams okay. and they had one finance person for all eight teams. And so it was kind of, it was just very disorganized and where was the central office at? They for didn't the have a central office. And so that God. was one of the problems is everyone could work out from wherever they lived and they would travel everywhere. And so, for instance, I was very close with a guy who was head of like stadium operations for the West Coast. So he worked for the Alliance only, but he was in charge of the four teams on the West Coast. He was in charge of the people that were head of stadium operations for those four teams. So our head of operations for the stadium, he reported to Pat. And so Pat would travel everywhere and then would go home to Florida, and there was no meeting space for all the people that only worked for the AF. There was okay. no, like, corporate headquarters for that. And that was a problem is because then they are only communicating through email and through phone. I, I was about to say, they yeah, never, if you're not having right. face-to-face communication right. as far as planning. And granted, they probably with did. All the money, with all the money they had, I can't believe they never had, like, a headquarters somewhere. Well, and granted, they probably had meetings of, like, every couple months they'd fly everyone in, but they didn't have a sole meeting place where after each week they'd be like, we need to debrief as a staff and, like, go back. So they didn't have that, which is one of the reasons why there was so much miscommunication. And it was almost like there was probably 50 people that worked for the Alliance up top, and then they had the eight teams, and there was no communication from the eight teams up. So we struggled from day one to talk to the finance person because there was one finance person who worked for the AF out of like her home in Dallas or wherever they were for all eight teams. So there was no. She also had like a Cincy, like a Cincy sales office in her in their area. She sold those out of her house. She did finance for the AF. She, <laughs> she, did, just she did a lot of stuff. Yeah, Maybe just a little but Mary Kay was, on the side. No big deal. <laughs> yeah. Huge lack of communication, even from day one, from the people that were head of something at the Alliance to the eight teams. And that was a huge problem, and what, that started from day one. Why do you think, I mean, other than the, the obvious answer of pure stupidity, right. why do you think they did it that way? 
I think <clears throat> that Charlie had a vision, and Charlie is a production TV flashy guy, and okay. so his vision was to make. This is he, Charlie Ebersol. Charlie right? Ebersol, yeah. right? The guy that founded it. So he is very, very good at what he does on that end. But I think he needed people to help him on the business end. We never had a business plan. I was in charge of two departments, right? Premium sales, corporate sponsorship. I never got a budget. We didn't have budgets. Like they, those didn't exist. So like step one of kind of like Jason's household. Wow. That's literally just coming out of nowhere. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan was crapping on you earlier. <laughs> so I, I was running. I was I'm Paul Kenny. I'm Paul. <laughs> Sorry. But, so so no, basically, y'all, y'all had all of the pieces. There was just no structure and backbone. Correct. So there was a promise of structure, which is when everything, and we can get to this, when everything rolled out because football operations got suspended first. The day everything went down, football operations went first. And so in our mind, it was like, great, football ops, that sucks. And they, But we'll take the business side now, and Tom Dundon will pull everything back and make us business plans and like give us budgets and create a plan for 2020, and then we'll redo football ops for the next season. But that didn't happen. So you talked, so, about, you talked about Dundon for a second there. Right. So go back. So what was the – the financing of the AAF kind of getting into the downfall here, the financing going into it. And right. then like, how did Tom Dundon get involved? How'd y'all hear about it? And so this is where I'm going to be very careful with what I say, because we never got communication <laughs> on it. So I have, I only can tell you what I heard and what have come out in articles. But but speculate? Disclaimer. We never, Disclaimer. We never speculate. got direct communication or got anything of like what exactly happened. Even all, our team president. We're actually, know. we're all about speculation. Okay, so. great. Yeah. You, you so, asked about, what our name meant earlier right, right. that's it's time. literally a sports podcast test. about speculation <laughs> yeah. exactly yeah, yeah. numbers not so much oh i get it like specs eye test wow yeah, exactly. good no, for no, you no, guys no. okay that's, that's, that's a parallel that's, that we've you're never going drawn way too far you're thinking way too hard <laughs> about <laughs> it but i like that <laughs> I roman you're gonna guys, need to I put you you're gonna need to put glasses on the new we're at a dirty uh picnic table and in camping chairs what about this made you think that we were sitting at a tailgating this is Chad's dinner table. What are you talking about? Yeah. We're at a dirty picnic table it. in camping so chairs. <laughs> <laughs> don't, have to, don't have to give the visual to all the podcasts. The Twitch streamers know. We have an old crusty switchboard. <laughs> Seriously, we literally have a crusty switchboard that Amazon fucked up, so it's not our fault, okay? Sorry. We'll just talk to Kevin about <laughs> We're it. We're going to Kevin. In Tampa. <laughs> oh, the callbacks. Okay, all you loyal was, listeners. All, all the loyal listeners know exactly what it is. Sorry. So, okay. So, so there was, there was, was anyways, mosquito. Yeah. So there was, so they, 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 the investment happened and, um, who was the first, who was the first big, big, Uh, he's talking about Dutton, right? No, no, no. Who was the first big initial uh, investment that you had that was part of the AF? Who was that guy? I I think it was Brigham Young. The guy that like just got, but there was, there was some, there was some guy who came in with like, like promised like 250 million, but then like had to pull out. Right. Right. So that, always that is, that's the thing. It's like, we never knew. And I, there's probably a name out there. I just never actually read about it, but. Uh, the, one of the initial investors wasn't holding up his, and this is what we were told that when all the financing went away and they needed Tom Dundon to, or they needed someone else, which resulted in Tom Dundon and his investment, one of their main investments that was helping with paying the bills, like that's what they were using for, pulled out, be, or they asked him to pull out because he wasn't holding up his end in the deal or they weren't agreeing on certain things. And so his chunk of money went away. And so he was one of the initial investors, which then from then on is when you can speculate because we never knew how Tom Dundon came in, what was the initial agreement, but I have ideas and we kind of have 
So when that guy pulled out, that. was that because okay, was it week one or week two? Whenever there was some report that came out saying that the players did not get paid. Correct. Uh, so that so was, like, I don't was that exactly, a direct that result was, of that? I think, I mean, I would guess so. That's something that, like, all the finance stuff, they never told anybody. Okay. A, there wasn't communication in general from the league down to the teams. Okay. And then, B, they would never tell us that, because th that would worry everybody and people would start leaving. Yeah, and so, that, that's kind of what I was wondering, right. how familiar you were with the financial side we of everything. never heard anything. And, like, maybe they told the team presidents, but our team president, um, Tyler Howell, was very, very open with us. And every time he heard something, he would tell us. And even up on the last minute, like he was just as surprised when the league pulled it as us. So okay. we never got communication. It just kind of came about through Twitter or came about through, oh, we heard in the news that this is happening for the league and we never got communication from the top down ever. Yeah, so like I can say that with confidence that we never got communication. I think I'm probably about that same thing no, as ahead. you. I was yeah. going to ask, so what was the process in which you found out that the AAF ultimately folded? So that, right. So before, so it shut down April 1st. Second, whatever it was, like Full first bitch. week of, I think it was, I would, I would hope <laughs> they come back and be like, sorry, JK. Um, so like a week and a half before that, Tom Dundon was on an interview or a podcast or something. And they asked him a question and his answer was, well, if we don't get what we want, I'll just fold the league altogether. And that was, that obviously blasted out on Twitter. And we found out everyone that worked for the Alliance and everyone that played for the Alliance found out that he said that through Twitter. So if I were the head of a company, I, man, I don't remember even seeing that. I don't think it. I don't know if it ever came out or oh, if they okay. cut it out. But there was a then an article came out that said he would shut it down if something didn't happen oh, okay, or okay. one of his options. Was I remember, to shut I remember it that down. grumbling happening. Like, like right. the AF's kind of in trouble. They didn't right. shut it down. Oh, and that oh, came that, out, right. It we was, we, we it were was texting like about weeks, that. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. like, like two uh, weeks before everything went down. So it was like a precursor. So we found out about that through Twitter. So the morning that that happened, all of. Our sales staff was like, did you see this interview? And so that's how we all found out. So once again, if I was the head of a company and one of our investors said that in a podcast, I would send an email to everyone that works for me that would be affected by that being like, hey, just FYI, I know you heard this. Like, don't freak out about it. We're working with him on what he said. And we they didn't nothing. say anything. We got nothing. So, so that like, was that was a one. That was a couple. That was a couple weeks before. That was like a week and a half to two weeks before everything went down. So that okay. was the first time we had ever heard anything of like we knew finances were in trouble. We didn't even know that shutting the entire league down was an option until mm. that morning. Jeez. I want to I want to cut in here for a second. Uh, are you are you cool? Let, let's say in the next. 10 minutes if we were to end this episode are you cool to do another episode with us sure absolutely all right, wonderful all right so we were wondering what kind of our time crunch that we were on to yeah get full, absolutely full, full because as you here. as you well know now we we don't structure shit yeah no it's so. fine right okay great so we'll let's wrap up the absolutely. af and then we'll, we'll kind of talk about yeah i just wanted to clear that so you're cool to come what, what kind of time are we at right now chad stick around all right we're at one hour right now okay perfect so we got about 15-ish to 20 minutes uh, okay. to wrap this episode up. So, okay, so the so you, you that the whole thing with Dundon happens two weeks before right. the, the true folding. So kind of what were the final days of the AAF kind of like? So from that point for the next like week or two, we just kind of went on as nothing happened because nothing else came out. Damn, I was kind no of picturing other. like a hostage situation. Like y'all were oh, all just, just wait, like... Oh, just wait. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Just oh, wait. oh, okay. All right, go ahead. So, Sarah was held at gunpoint for that. Oh, my God. I'm from Philly, though. I didn't even face Ah, oh, that's right. Philly. Brotherly love. Oh, Cinema Thursday night, no big She's deal. She's like, I've ate horse shit yeah. off of the ground before. <laughs> no fork, Do you nothing. think this faces me at all? <laughs> Bro, I've eaten horse shit before. <laughs> Any 
Anyway. <laughs> Hi to all the new listeners. Yeah. By yeah. How are you? This, this Sarah girl. Yeah, there's some horse shit eater on there. <laughs> well, I am from Texas, so it's pretty fitting. Yeah, I guess Texas. so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All of it. He's getting really freaky with these horses now. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, sorry. Anyways. No, it's fine. Anyway, the lead up after that, we basically had we had a home game and then we had an away game at another home game. So we kind of went about business as usual. We didn't hear anything else after that. That was kind of a blip of freak out of oh my gosh, this could happen. Nothing happened after that. There was no more Tom Dundon interviews. There was nothing else. So we kind of went about our business. And a week, I don't know if it was two weeks, week, a couple weeks later, um, on that Tuesday, it was a Tuesday morning. Monday, everything was fine. We had a an away game that Saturday. So we were prepping for our watch parties and we just kind of business as normal. And Tuesday morning at about nine 15, um, right outside my office was kind of the sales staff. And so all of them stood up and started kind of freaking out. And so everyone comes out of their office and is like, what's happening? Is everyone okay? And they were like, go look at Twitter. Like, just go look at Twitter. And so Twitter is blowing up of rumors of the Alliance is going to shut down football ops. Like it hadn't happened yet. But it was people being like, inside sources say that they'll shut down at 11. Like, inside sources say that, that they're Adam Schefter? holding the lead. That guy gets everything. I, didn't rem- I don't remember who exactly it was. <laughs> or but Adrian Wojnarowski. Yeah, Woj. or Woj. It was totally yeah, Woj. Yeah, it was a Woj, Woj. Woj bomb. Shout out to Woj, man. Um, but we Were you ever an inside source for the Sixers to Woj? Because Woj only drops NBA news, it seems like. I so. was not. You, well, oh, come on, Sarah. You can make something then up. Then what were you doing? Oh, yeah. You absolutely. Even if I was, I couldn't tell you guys because he oh, probably listens to this podcast. Truth. Yeah, Woj is hey, like Woj. our number one Actually, listener. this is where he gets the majority of his news. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep, yep. Last so week, I'm going to be in an around the today. So just, <laughs> just like two weeks ago, we were on this podcast and we said, by the way, uh, we haven't. Uh, no one else knows this, but the Cardinals are going to pick Kyler Murray. No one else was talking about it at all. No. And no. that's where they fucking picked it up, just from us. Wow. Yeah, no so. one was talking about it. And, and no he one? also broke the news that Bill Belichick paid that girl to let Kareem Hunt kick And her. no one is throwing <laughs> yes. sponsorships at you? <laughs> That's true. They are. They are. We're turning it, we're turning it down. We're trying, we're trying to stay oh, local. Yeah. 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 Southerly Charm was our first people. one. Really. Yeah. Humble, okay. yeah. we're, we're, we're staying yeah. true to our roots. I'm telling you, you, Bill Belichick paid that chick. I don't Okay. Got it. Anyways. Next podcast. So so your, your sales guys are freaking out. Twitter yeah. rumors are happening. So basically, it was on Twitter. We found out through Twitter that football operations was going to shut down in the next like hour. And even the guy that was head of our stadium operations was not aware. Like he wasn't. It was news to him as well. So he then got an email. So when that happened, our president brought us all in our our meeting room and was like, something might happen. The war I have room, no idea what's happening. Yeah, we called it the glass bowl because it was a conference room with, oh. with glass. You should name it something way better. Uh, that, that's funny bowl. that you well, say that because I was going to say it sounds like y'all are doing like a tornado drill. Yeah. But if it was in a glass room, a that, glass that, that room, wasn't a very yeah. functional Utah, If it was not, interior of the building, it's fine, though. It right? People in Utah. Uh, no, dude. It's going to cut your fucking head off. You're from Tornado Alley. People in Utah just don't know about tornadoes. There was one coming. They're like, get to the glass bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Were they German? Get to the glass bowl. What? The glass bowl? Yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger, get to the chopper. Get to the glass ball. Dana, Dana, get down. Get to the chopper. Germans are Mormon, right? No. Super Catholic. Highly doubt there's a lot of crossover. Super Catholic. Anyways, so everyone's freaking out. You guys go to the glass bowl. So everyone's freaking out. We go to kind of our meeting room, and then our director of operations gets an email. Like, they didn't email it out to everyone. They just told the certain people that worked for football operations and stadium operations, like, hey, we're shutting down football ops. 
So we business side did not get any communication of that football ops was shutting down. Only football ops got that, which is insane to me. If you're shutting down football operations, tell everyone in the yeah. league. Yeah. Don't just. Email. I mean, it's your product. I mean, why would you right. not tell the rest of the people? Yeah, so that, that's they, the reason for your existence. <laughs> so they basically told the players like, "Go home tonight. Like, do, like don't think about it. Like, come back tomorrow, and we'll see what's happening." And it's like, right, but you don't have a job. They're breaking everyone's contract. They're not paying you after today. Well, the good news is Taylor Bertolette never once thought oh, about football. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Stop talking about Taylor Bertolette. Go, go ahead, Sarah. If I hear you so, mention it one more time, I'm gonna shove that mic so far up your ass. It's, uh, we're gonna we're gonna check we're gonna check to make sure we're gonna check to make sure your gut health's okay. Yeah. Uh, those are done with cameras. So football ops shut down at like ten, and so then everyone started to freak out just because that's our football ops guys, and those are our coaches, and those are our players, and so. Then it's a question of, well, if they're shutting down football ops, why would they not shut down business ops at the same time? Why would they not fold the league together? Why are they doing a separate? So And then y'all check the spam folder. It was yeah, like, oh, and then there it's like, it oh, is. hey, sorry. So that <laughs> was at 10. Yeah. Ah, dang it. Ah, with the spam. So that was at like 10 a.m. So from 10 to 12, our president was like, go home, go to lunch, like go stop freaking out. Like we'll figure this out. Go spend an hour to yourself and come back, which everyone did. We came back and he was just very honest. Have a couple honest. more mo- more mimosas and yeah, know, have a couple more mimosas, some diet coke. <laughs> yeah, and he came back and was like, "I don't know what to tell you. Like, they haven't told me anything. I know absolutely nothing. I don't know if this is a freeze to rework the business side. I don't know if we are next. I have no idea." So he got on a president's call with all seven of the other presidents. They also had no idea. So everyone is just kind of waiting in limbo on this Tuesday. No one knows what's happening. All of our players are freaking out, which rightfully so. Um, all of our coaching staff is freaking out. They all just got fired. So it was kind of a weird three hours of no one wanted to do work because we didn't know what was happening, but all of the reports were coming out. So I was getting hundreds of emails and texts of my sponsors and of our season ticket holders and of people being like, what is happening? Like they're still in a away game and there's still a home game left. What's happening? What are you doing? So we were told not to say anything back because we had no idea. So, so you, you're just non-responsible on all that. Yeah. So how annoying is the process of receiving a hundred texts because <laughs> ryan doesn't know yeah, he because to, ryan was he went to, he ryan went to scotland for like, like three weeks and, and, and got he opened up his phone and he had four text messages it was actually infuriating I, I was really mad about the amount of texts so <laughs> i will say that's gonna infuriate you even more when that when that came out i probably had 50 to 60 texts on my phone when the league actually shut down and the espn article came out at like 4 p.m i put my phone in my car and I left it. And I came back at like 7 or 8 when I left, and I probably had 250 texts. Jesus and I probably had Christ. 15 voicemails because that's very public. Like everyone on ESPN oh, yeah. and everyone – I'm the only one that people know that probably work for the Alliance. So every – like people I hadn't talked to in probably 10 years texted me. That's, and we're like, I know move, we though. haven't talked in forever, but like are you okay? What's happening? So it was a lot to go through for the next couple of days, but you just are kind of in shock that my job just got ripped away from me. So I probably didn't answer people for – a while. Uh, so I, uh, Tim texted me though, so that I was good. That oh, was what a nice guy! Was, I got text. Text. He, he, text. he was just trying to get an inside for the podcast. Text you and I'd be like, no, he didn't even care. <laughs> so, so, I didn't. Um, it was more of a pity text. I was so like, well, you know, this whatever. Of the podcast. So <laughs> Do you remember what you said? I have. I don't. Yes. April Fools, <laughs> motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> I said. I, said I, I think I said. 
Do you want to know so, what you said? I think I think I, I think I said so. You got a four hundred one k to roll over or something like no, that. No, he didn't said. I? <laughs> oh, what a dick. He said he was like, "Hey, girl," and then he hope you're okay. And then he said, "If you want a job at UNT, I know people." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Thank you." Yeah, he's whatever. the mayor. Big dick flex. This, you know what I'm this, saying? Um, this portion of the big, story yeah. is kind of so tiny. Sarah actually, Sarah just got fired. Probably <laughs> she didn't sell enough tickets. Who knows? Um, <laughs> I didn't sell tickets, but sure. Okay, yeah. Sure. She, she wasn't. She was out She's there. Like, apparently, you haven't been listening so, yeah. at all. <laughs> but so, so, so they, they, so you, you're shut down. They, you, you guys are in there, and they, like, you guys are all talking, right? So. Yeah. So in between football ops and when they shut us down, we all just kind of worked in the conference room. We were like watching basketball and doing all this stuff, and then at three p.m. Pause. You were losing your job, and you were watching basketball. What were you watching? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't remember. Really March Madness, bro, was like April 1st, man. It was like, oh, yeah, it, it probably could have been. I think sure. it was. It was something. Yeah. It was something. She blacked out from all the Mormon mimosas. She doesn't remember yeah. what she was doing. So yeah. was Mountain Dew, baby. I'm all hyped up. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? Yeah. Anyway, so but y'all yeah, watching so basketball. So then at like 3 p.m., everyone gets an email, and we're all sitting there with our laptops, and it all comes up at the same time, and it's from board of directors at af.com. And the subject line is like... Seems legit. Yeah, a subject line is like league folding or something. I'm a prince from Nigeria. Send us $5,000. Yeah. <laughs> wire me your money. Yeah. Give us $500,000. I'll wire you the money back did as soon hear, as I get back to America. Did you hear the UNT thing that everyone at UNT got an email that they needed uh, like Apple gift, Apple Music gift cards? <laughs> what, the president of UNT's email got hacked or someone... Like I did the not head hear Because my mom's a professor there. You're and a terrible every mayor. professor got an email terrible from mayor. their boss being like, hey, I need you to do me a favor. So everyone did. And it was like, send me all the money at like Apple Music gift cards. And people did it. And Genius. Sent it in. Yeah. Genius. Like hundreds of. <laughs> Thank so you. That's, why, that's why the Coors Light's been paid for through today. So, yeah, <laughs> this episode here, uh, Sarah's lost her job. Yeah. She's not going through Tim because Tim tried to screw out of her 401k. Um, <laughs> it's a Roth IRA, but we'll go back to that. <laughs> I did that too. I did that too. Yeah, Tim talked into that one. I said we're both broke. It's, Yay. Did he draw the circles? Here's your nest egg. Here's your nest egg. <laughs> no, he didn't draw me circles. He just said, trust me, give me your money. Oh, he drew me circles. Yeah, oh. you got you got I, 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 I didn't even do the courtesy of the circles. I just looked <laughs> at this thing. Come on. So, so Tim draws on you when you yeah, go yeah, see yeah. him? Hey, I'm coming now. Yeah, no, yeah. it's great. <laughs> <laughs> he, let, he let me take your marker. It's great. Yeah. Um, so, all right. So this episode is wrapping up. We'll get to your uh, your NASCAR venture here sure. the next episode. So you guys stay tuned. we got a NASCAR conversation coming up here, or at least a NASCAR ticket conversation. Um, oh, I thought you said a NASCAR competition. We do. <laughs> I mean, yeah. She's got the Camaro got outside. Yeah. 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 Hey, hey, and, and the block that goes around his house, and I live about 200 yards right. that way, we'll it's a perfect circle. Let's Here go. we are. So this episode, sure. though, 200 yards that way, or in Jason's terms, <laughs> I, I, three uh, drivers that way. <laughs> I, I, got, I, got, I got two things to wrap this up. Jason sucks at golf. One, here, uh, here at the eye test, we do give all of our guests, or at least the ones that show up, uh, we do give them a gift. A free can of yeah, LaCroix. J- Jason tried to give us a, uh, an NFL player, and then he never showed up. And then just yeah. Which player? Uh, Josh Morrow. So he, he now plays for the Raiders. He's okay. spent two years with Cardinals, uh, two years with the Giants, and now he's with the Raiders. Okay. So do you know went, him from back home? He went to high school here at LD Bell with me and Chad. Gotcha. And uh, then he played at Stanford. So. Gotcha. So if you're listening, Josh, you, you son of a bitch, don't you stand yeah, me up next time. Show up. Yeah, so he we had to scramble around. We had a great episode. Now you know though. how girls feel. Yeah. Uh, Woo! Oh, yeah. We, we had a great episode. Hey, I've never stood up a girl because I've never met a date. Tim's friend Smegma. Tim's friend Smegma gave birth. and Who is that? Saga Smegma. <laughs> Wait, hold on. What was her actual name? His his actual name was her actual, Sag. You didn't even know if it was a boy or a girl. <laughs> no. Well, I just ex- assumed it was a girl if it was giving birth. Smegma? No. His his girlfriend. <laughs> 
know what? Fuck you guys. I have to explain myself. <laughs> we, we, we got you a okay, gift, great. and uh, so we got yep. you this little, uh, this little <laughs> oh bank here. Okay, God. this is a giraffe. And the thing that's cool about it is that it's just perfect enough. If you buy a case of Coors Light, you can cut out this here and store it there. <laughs> And when you get enough Coors Light points, you can cash them in for Coors Light and merchandise. Jason does it all the time, right? So if you drink, <laughs> seven, all the time. If you drink 1,700 more Coors Lights, you can get a hoodie. So <laughs> you can, you can and I have like five of them. <laughs> I love this. Is yeah. this really for me? Did you really yeah, buy yeah, it? Yeah, it's for you. What's on the back? Well, it, it says I test power hour. <laughs> but but we're, we're, we're all going to sign <laughs> the other side. Yeah, yeah we, we, we got Sharpies. We'll sign it there for you. Thank you. So just like I said, 1,700. It's from Target. Uh, seven hundred more <laughs> Target, another big sponsor of ours. Thank yeah. you for the yeah. giraffe, giraffe, the like giraffe bank. Oh, That's yeah. very no, I'm gonna let you choose. <laughs> I, I was like, oh, white girl Target. All right. Well, I assume, I, I assume white like, girl Target. No, no, no. Just, oh. just no, no, no. Points. We don't have. <laughs> we, no, no, no. We're so, we're, okay. we're negative in our bank balance. <laughs> yeah. so. We're poor. Have you not been listening to the show? <laughs> we get, we get overdraft notifications on the reg. Oh, one sponsor shaped cast. So, uh, Sarah, I'm going to let you choose here. Okay, great. I have two cards that are athlete nicknames. Athlete nicknames? One is NBA, one is NFL. I'll let you choose. We're playing. We're going to play a game. I'm going to give you. Oh, okay. NBA. I was like, is this what you're going to call me? Like, what is? Okay. No, no. We already got a nickname for you. NBA for sure. The proctologist. We already got a nickname for you. The proctologist. The proctologist. Sarah, the proctologist. Proctor. I'm sure she's never heard that before. It's original. So here's what I'm going to do. He's done with your jokes. He doesn't want to. I'm just fucking done. Okay. So hell, I barely know her. Some of these players have multiple nicknames. So I'll start with like the least known to the best known. I'll start reading them off. If you know the answer, jump in and you tell me who it is. Hold on, this is for Sarah. Do, do, do we each have to? Well, I think we got to have a. I buzzer. think everyone should help me because I. Well, no, am this, not is for, this, is, this is for this is a okay, group thing. Okay, so so, so everybody, your cat's asshole. <laughs> God, there's so much shit on that thing. If you know, so I'll, I'll start off. I'll start off. Call Southernly you, Charmed. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll give you the first Bing. one. If you know it, jump in. But if you answer, okay. You answer, hold on, hold on. To be able to answer though, you have to have a uh, a, a buzzer word. So like to answer, you got to be like bazinga, and then okay. So Jason, what's your buzzer word? Is it bazinga? Uh, um, it's gonna be tomato. Okay. That, so it's a word, not an actual sound. No, no, you just say tomato. I mean, you can do whatever you want to do. Tomato. Hitler. Hitler. Oh, God, every God. time. <laughs> Hitler. What's wrong with you, people? Adolf. Chad's not on the mic, but his is Adolf. So this is going to get really confusing when people are shouting Adolf and Hitler here, in the here, house. Here, here, here. I'll say TTP. Oh, uh, I, I thought you were going to say TTP. I, I definitely brand. thought you were going to go Mussolini okay. there. So yeah. Mussolini. I'll, I'll start off. Like, I'll give you the Mussolini. First, I'll give you their first nickname because I'll have you know, I, I looked up a lot of players and a lot of nicknames. In the NFL, players have at most one nickname. In the NBA, they have like seven. So, okay. uh, and, and so, so should I choose NFL so here, No, no, no. You're good. So this first player has five nicknames. I'll start off with the least known. And I'll go. If you know the answer, jump in. But if you answer and you answer wrong, you don't get the answer again. So fuck you. All right. Ever again? No, just for that, for that player. All right. <laughs> okay, gotcha. The first one. The first nickname is Cool Hand. Oh, uh, tomato. Luka Doncic. Boom! Nailed it. Wow. The others are nice. Matador, The Don, Wonder Boy, and Swaggy L. Mm, Swaggy, Swaggy L. L. I would have gotten. The I, 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 I knew the the cool. All right. Hand. The Little Emperor. No, 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 Hitler. Or, no Hitler or over here. The Akron Hammer. Oh, uh, tomato, tomato. <laughs> I hit the first. 
Le- LeBron. <laughs> LeBron James. Damn it. Yeah, that, that <laughs> was, what was the first one? The Little Emperor? Is that what you said? That, yeah, because it's, it's the least known. So you have Little Emperor. Oh, the nicknames of the nicknames of the so least like known. If someone the, called you the Little Emperor. Ah, I got you, got you, got you. I think that was probably when he was younger. Maybe. Yeah, they so called him the Little Emperor. Acker Hammer, the Chosen One, and then King James. There it is. Right? So, the next one. Threesis. Oh, tomato. Steph Curry. Boom, Steph Curry. Two, one, zero, zero. Do you want the mic? All right. Player number four. Green Room. Tomato. Hiller. I was first. Draymond Green. Green. Wrong. Ooh, oh, thank God. oh, thank God. No, 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 uh, uh, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. Two, two, zero, zero. The Slim Reaper? You never heard that? Yeah, for Kevin Durant. That's cool, though. I like that. And then the next two are Durantula and KD. The Servant? People called him the Servant? Apparently. Who calls him the Green Room? What the Apparently, Tom Brady's called the Pharaoh, so, you know. These are horrible. The Pharaoh. But the Servant, that's Player number five. The first nickname, there's two nicknames. The first one is the Ankle Taker. Tomato. Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving! Wow! Wow. Amazing! So give me the thought process behind that. How did you know that that was Kyrie Irving? Because I know that he is considered amongst the league to probably be the best ball handler. Got it. I was going to say, because there's multiple people that could be Kyrie. Jason knows his ball handler. I honestly would be surprised (laughs) if you guys... You'll learn that about me, Sarah. (laughs) Weird. Don't don't, don't do that. She's our guest. I'm two beers in. Whatever goes. <laughs> <laughs> two beers is all it is. That's yeah. cheap for you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> two Modelo. It's not even an iced beer. It's Modelo. So. You're welcome for free beer. You hear that? Jeez. She's shitting uh, on your Mexican beer. Uh, this is beer. only Modelo. Thank yeah. you, yeah. Smitty. See, you. if you drink Adolph's beer, then in, you're golden. In Salt Lake, they gave us light Mountain Dew. Yeah, we know? drink um, Pacifico in Salt Lake. Pacifico. Uh, oh, right. my Pacifico God. Pacifico is good, though. Shout out to you. Next player, I will be really surprised. Big sponsor of ours. We'll see. I'll be surprised if you get it. There's only one nickname. And it's the Black Falcon. Tomato. Andre Iguodala. No way. No way. I wish. (laughs) Why do you jump in on the first one? Now you can't answer it. There's only one. There's only one. Did you not listen to the the fucking rule? I I didn't listen at all. By the way, the way I found these nicknames is because there's not like some reference. I literally had to go type in player by player. Yeah, it's it's the same on pro football reference and pro basketball. It has them up in the top by their stats. So you have to type in. LeBron James. Okay, no nickname. Okay, but you, have, you have to keep typing. So who's 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 the Black Falcon? Falcon? Black the Black Falcon is Harrison Barnes. Weird. Okay. I would never I know. put those together. Well, he was local, so I you know whatever. <laughs> he was. All right. Local. So this player is really weird because he has two nicknames. The first one is the Hand. Tim looked directly at me. As right. if I the second one, so he, there must be something with his hands because he has <laughs> well, the obviously. hand, and then he has the second nickname is the Claw. Hitler. Brian Cardinal. <laughs> <laughs> That's the janitor. <laughs> custodian. Or the custodian. Yeah. Got it. No. Uh, hold, hold on. Hold on. The hand and the claw. I'm, I'm down. I have two. <laughs> <laughs> no one in the NBA has oh, a little hand. Has a hand. No one has a just a little deformed yeah. hand. <laughs> uh, uh, That'd also be fucked up. No, go, go, go to the next one. The hand. 
<laughs> Kawhi Leonard. I was about to oh, say. Or well, Tim Duncan. Oh. All right. I didn't realize there was only two. You, so, you preface how many there are every, okay, so every this time. This next one has two nicknames. The first one is preface. The Point God. The oh, Point oh, God. Tomato. Uh, I'm going to say The Greek Freak. But it's Giannis Antetokounmpo. Mm-hmm. The point god. So we're going to assume he's a point guard. Okay, yeah, so yeah, point yeah. god, you're yeah. out. Oh. Well, yeah, you didn't tell me if I was wrong or not. Okay. Um, <laughs> he's got to right. play in like... So then some. the next one is CP3. Oh, Hitler. <laughs> there you Chris go. Paul. Chris Paul. Got it, yeah. That point god thing is yeah. gay. Chad, Fuck you couldn't Chris just name Paul. point guard? Is that you could Never heard him name? be called the point god. Okay. This one is, uh, this one is actually really weird and interesting. His first nick there's three nicknames. The first one is the yoga instructor. Hitler. Yogi Ferrell? <laughs> no, I don't know who that is. <laughs> Wait, you don't know Yogi Ferrell? Oh, the Mavericks. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he well, doesn't play yoga, for the Mavericks. No, that's yeah. I just thought maybe that'd be that's funny. Everyone, though. All right, next one, next nickname. So there's yoga instructor, then there's swag. Hey, y'all. Uh, I'm trying to think I'm right about his name. Uh... Steven Adams? Oh no, no, you're wrong. Uh, you're, you're you're real fucking wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and then his last, the third one is they call him Johnny. Oh, tomato, uh, Greek freak. You're wrong again. Right. Hitler? Oh no, sorry, not Hitler. Sorry, uh, <laughs> Sarah. Are you Sarah. Hitler. Uh, Sarah, do you have any guess whatsoever since all three of us banked out on no. that? Yoga instructor, swag, Yoga instructor and swag, and Johnny. I have no idea. Who's he play for? He's played for probably five different teams, most notably the Boston Celtics. Ah, ah, ah. You tomato, you tomato. You can't, you can't go. You've already you already guessed. You can go. I have, no, I have no idea. Okay, I, I go. go. I give sure, my guess to the you. The cocksucker himself for John Rondo. Oh, shit. Rajon Rondo, the yoga instructor. <laughs> Once again, Weird. thought process behind that. How'd you get to that? Well, I, he said so. He's very flexible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's, really? it's just because he said that he's played for about five teams, which he's played for four, I think. And the Celtics, the, right? the Celtics being the most notable. So you went through the entire. What, what, what was the yeah? What, what was the the other names you, you had on there? Instructor Swag and Johnny. Swag. Oh, Johnny. Fuck. Johnny. Honestly, I really just went off the Celtics thing. Yeah, right. That's to be yeah. I shot my shot. Right, guys, we should, should be able shot, to get bro. this We should be able to get it. I am horrible at this. Three nicknames. First one is Zinger. You guys are Hitler. Zaza Pachulia. You're a fucking idiot. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I was just, I was oh, nickname oh. number nickname number two. Uh, the unicorn. Oh, tomato. That that's Christoph Porzingis. Christoph Porzingis. Yeah. Zinger. Unicorn. Ah, I mean, I shouldn't know that. Z- Zinger. What, what what was the first one? Zinger. Zinger. Zinger yeah. Right. Oh, Zinger. Porzingis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unicorn and Godzingus. Yeah, Godzingus. Yeah. All right. Here we are. This one has uh, three of them. First one is Pooh. P O O H. Pooh. <laughs> <Tim Smith. laughs> no, no. Why jerk? Jerk. I like honey, but All right. not that much. Th- th- this probably will give it away. Number two is the Windy City Assassin. Oh, Hitler. Derek Rose. Derek Rose. Uh, Boom. Last one, of course. Last one, of course, yeah. being D. Rose. All right. Here we are. We should, in, in this room, we should be able to get this one. Tomato. Dirk. You fucking idiot. Um, oh, I thought that was it. I thought the next one here is you're out. the Wizard of Oz. The Yank. So there's like. There's like four here. Five, actually. The Yank? Wizard of Oz, The Yank, 
Fresh Prince. <laughs> you said everyone would get this, yeah, and everybody's no staring idea. at each other. The we, Yank and Fresh Prince. We should be able to get this. There's a, there's a reason why. And then the next one is called Benny. Benny? Test of Lastly, Big Ben. Oh, TTP. Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons. Yeah. I've never heard. I worked for that team. I've never heard him called the Yank Pro or the basketball reference says never. you're wrong, lady. What is the first one? <laughs> the Wizard of Oz. The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> the Yank, the Fresh Prince, Benny and Fresh Big Prince ben. makes sense. It was Big Ben, huh? Big oh, Ben, that's yeah. stupid. That's why I was about to say, in, so, in this room, we should be able to the, figure out Ben Simmons. All right. I, yeah, I, I've never. All right, we got we got two more. I got two more, and then I got a couple little notes, and we'll, then we'll sign off. This episode might be running a bit. What's the longer. score right now? Uh, like five to like three to like one to zero. <laughs> zero. Okay. Lastly, four, but whatever. All right, sorry, two more. This one has one name. They call him Optimus Dime. Oh man. TGP. <laughs> TJ McConnell. Just kidding. I don't know. That's not, you don't know Jesus. No, that's like, right God, who is TJ? That was shade on TJ. Yeah, who the fuck is TJ McConnell? He's the, he's, he plays with the Sixers. He's the and kicker he's horrible for the Salt Lake Optimus Dime. Did you just say he was the holder for the Salt Lake Stallions? <laughs> <laughs> Optimus Dime. I don't expect you guys. Go, go, go to the next one. This one no, he only got one, and that's John Wall. Ah. Yeah, right. Lastly... His nickname is John. Oh, Optimus. oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> his, they call him John Wall. His nickname is <laughs> John name Wall. His name is John Robert Wall. Paulson. Oh, his name. So, lastly, they call this two nicknames. The first one is Alphabet. Think about the alphabet. Uh, oh, oh, Hitler. Yeah, no, no. You have to say your, your name. I know. I know. You ring in. It's say, Greek freak. Isn't fuck it? yes. Whoa. That's exactly yeah. who it is. What's his name? Uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo. There we are. I don't know if that's yeah. right. It's it's Otakoumpo. There we are. Ata now, uh, lastly, so I think Jason won like ten to five to bullshit. Yeah, that yeah. was right. So <laughs> one to five to five to ten. That's how it went. Now, uh, so a few notes then though is that uh, do you guys know that Buddy Hield's real name is Chavino Hield? Chavino. Yeah. Is he? He's not Mexican, is he? I don't know. Well, I typed in Buddy Hield and it came up Chavino. So that's you know. He won the. Uh, oh, he's white. That's white, La- dude. Lastly, yeah. lastly. Is Tyson Chandler's middle name is Cletus? Cletus? C L E O T I S. Oh, I, I Cletus. definitely thought you said Cleavage. Tyson <laughs> Cleavage Chandler. <laughs> that was my nickname in middle school. <laughs> when everyone was making fun Tim, of me. Tim Cleavage Smith. <laughs> hey, so, come here, Cleavage. Yeah. Cleavage, you fat ass. Get over here. So for for, uh, for Sarah, the proctologist, we got Chad, the disappointment, Tim Cleavage Smith, and uh, the uh, the Salt Lake uh, Beefcake. We got we are beefcake. we are the the eye test power hour now, Chad. Hit that, that button. Hit that button. Hit that button. Chad. 